Hello everyone, welcome to the Kinky Spiel. I'm your host, Fedra. I'm in a really good mood this morning, so whoop whoop. Alright, so today we're going to talk about safety. We've talked about a couple of safety things in, uh, throughout the different podcasts, but I want to kind of go in depth to a couple of them. First, let's talk about safe words. A safe word is a word that you use to communicate to uh, your dom or sub that essentially whatever you're doing, whether it's playtime, whether it's whatever, needs to stop. Um, and you want it to be something odd, something that's not going to sound like part of a conversation. Um, you want it for literally the other person's brain to go, wait, what? And then go, oh, this needs to stop. Um, now, uh, if definitely be cautious of, um, a sub is like, I don't have a safe word. You can do anything you want. Big red flag or a dumb that discourages you using your safe word. If you call your safe word, your dom should be proud that you know your body well enough to know when something needs to stop. And there may definitely be times when you're new to BDSM or new to a specific type of play where you may safe word because you're anxious or whatever the case may be, um, prematurely, essentially. Um, and you know what? That's okay, too. This is all a learning process. Try not to cry wolf, but definitely use it if you need it. Uh, another thing for safety is if he, uh, a lot of us meet each other through online chats, forums, websites, whatnot, if you're meeting for someone for the first time and they refuse to meet in public, that's a red flag. There's no reason why you can't simply meet for coffee or lunch or at the park or something. Um, because more than likely than not, you're not going to find someone online that's like, all right, I've never met you, but we're going to do this scene. People in the BDSM community want to get to know one another as a human being. They want to know... Not just are we into the same kinks, but do does our personality flow? Do we like each other? What's the energy? Um, because there's a, a respect. There's a there's and there's definitely a strong encouragement, insistence of safety, um, and. You don't know who you're meeting out there. More than likely, it's not going to be a creeper. <laughs> I mean, it might be a creeper, though. You don't know. Um, so just try to try to stay public. Get to know them. Feel the vibe. Trust your instincts. All right, next. Uh, won't, another uh, safety tip is red flag is someone won't talk about aftercare. Now there are people out there who don't need aftercare. And it also sometimes depends on the the level of the play or the scene or whatever. Um but they need to communicate that and if you do need aftercare, they shouldn't assume because they don't that you don't. 
And if they're unwilling to give aftercare when you specifically say, I need such and such, whatever, after a scene, um, or playtime or whatever the case may be, um, then that's a red flag. There's no reason. I mean, I can't imagine, I can't imagine, um, anything that anyone would need during aftercare where the partner would be like, no, absolutely not. I can't do that. And if they, and if there does happen to be something where they're like, no, I'm not willing to do that. That's fine. But maybe they're not the right person for you to play with because if that's something you need, then that's important. That's, that's a non-negotiable in my book. Uh, another red flag, and this is actually more common than um, you would think, is you, they use unearned titles. Um, this could be due to arrogance. This could be due to un, being uneducated, like they're really new. Um, this could be simply that they think they're more familiar with you than you feel they should be. And I'm sorry, like, um, I feel like this happens a lot, especially with new subs or over eager subs where they'll just pop into someone's DM and be like, yes, sir. Yes. Hello. Like I have a lot of people that email me on FetLife and are like, hello, baby girl. I'm like, you don't know me. You do not call me by anything other than my username because really that's all I've given you to go off of. Um, and if someone's instantly trying to dominate you or push their way into being your sub, red flag, they need to back up and know their place. I mean, really, that's what this is all about, knowing your place. And those titles are earned. They are a form of respect they are to get you into a headspace and if there has not been any negotiation as of yet then there is no need for them unless and the only time and it's not them using it it's simply discussing what do you like to be called when do you like to be called what are the parameters if you're negotiating or just getting to know someone that's different um but again it, it's not them calling you it it's simply a discussion. Um, next one to talk about, cause I've talked about negotiating a lot. Someone who won't negotiate or while you're negotiating just takes over or simply tells, you no, you're wrong. So negotiations, uh, essentially are, these are the things I'm into. These are the things I'm curious about. These are my soft limits. These are my hard limits. Um, and I have definitely had people where there are specific kinks where I'm like, I'm not into this. I've tried it. I don't like it. And they're like, and their response to me is, well, you just haven't had it done right. Or, you know, that's, well, you, you have to at least try it. Like, no, I've already tried it. I don't like it. That's not something I'm into. I don't have to like all the, all the things you do. And if you, if that's a, a must have for you, then I am not the right person for you. And I feel like I made a lot of mistakes when I was first getting into BDSM of letting the dominant um, figure do that to me. And then thinking to my self, like, 
well, maybe I haven't really given it a shot. Well, maybe it would feel really great. Maybe I just haven't experimented enough. No, I do not like it. I am not into it. I do not want it. It is a hard no for me. And anyone who pressures me into it is not the right partner for me. And I get that partners aren't going to be into all the same things, but there are specific things that I feel like now that if my partner wasn't into those things, then and I need to learn, know that in the beginning before I catch the feelings because that's inevitable for me. Um, and they're just not a right fit for me. So for me, it would be spanking. Like I have definitely come, um, in contact with doms who are like, I don't like spanking. I don't like contact play. I don't like, um, I don't like, I was essentially brought up not to hit a woman. Okay. I'm asking you to hit me. And I myself did try to explain like, this is what I get from it. Like, I'm not asking you to like, leave me bloody although some do get that extreme um i'm simply asking for a spanking um and what i need to do even to myself sometimes is step back and say okay you're not okay with this this is making you uncomfortable if this is not something you're into, then you're not right for me. Even though I really like you and we really get along and I can feel like I can be really honest with you, we're just simply not a right fit. And that's okay. I think sometimes we just get so eager when we like someone that we just want them to fit all those little check boxes. And when they don't, we're just trying to shove them in there and like, just get in there and it'll be fine. Um, no, just, it's okay. There are a lot of kinker, kinksters out there who are into a lot of different things and you will find someone that's a good fit. Another warning, another red flag. Uh, someone who talks bad about their partners, not just the romantic ones. Like maybe you have um, just a play partner or you had someone you did a scene with. Um, if you think about the population of the world and how many of those are into BDSM. We are a very, very small community and we are very big on communication. We're very big on trust. And so if you're talking bad about someone, it's a going to ruin their reputation. If anyone, you know, believes it and <clears throat> maybe they just weren't a right fit for you. I mean, there's, there's a fine line between warning of, Hey, this person's uneducated they're pretending that they're educated uh if they're if they could possibly create a dangerous situation um because they're getting into things they're not quite ready for and they're not willing to educate themselves um but there's a difference uh between that and oh they were an asshole or a bitch or um oh my god they used this tool or whatever don't gossip essentially don't talk bad about your exes um unless they're literally abusive and really use that term heavily. It's not a light. It's not something light to put out there. It's not something, a label that you put on someone. This is a serious matter. And if you're ruining someone's reputation within the, their small community, um, imagine if it was happening to you. Imagine you and your ex broke up and then the next thing you know 
you're out there trying to find someone new and then you hear all these rumors that your ex is telling about you. It's, it's a horrible situation. Don't do it. Don't be a part of it. If you see other people doing it, just shut it down. Um, uh, the next one we're going to talk about is they won't talk about their experience. Um, this could be, I mean, there could be a few reasons. It could be they're trying to pretend they have more experience than they have. Maybe they're feeling intimidated and they just want to come out like the big bad wolf or whatever. I don't know. Maybe they've had some, maybe they're shy about, you know, what they have tried. Maybe it didn't go well, Um, but they do need to talk about those things. Like maybe you did something and it was just with the wrong partner. Like I've definitely had partners. Like I talk about spanking all the time. It's my number one kink. Number two would be DDLG. Like, I think I can almost get away with not having DDLG if I got maintenance spankings, which we'll talk about in a minute. Or actually, no, we won't. We'll talk about it in a different um, podcast. But I've had relationships where the spanking wasn't good. The person was uncomfortable and they, again, they pretended they had more experience than they did and then I'm sorry, I can tell really fast whether or not you know what you're doing. Um, and I can also tell you're comfortable, like how comfortable you are with it. It is so sexy, such a turn on if you're into it, if you're getting pleasure from it as well, because it's not like, oh, I'm doing this because she likes it and I just need to get through it. Um, it's makes me uncomfortable and it's, and then the spanking's not enjoyable. It's just there. <laughs> I don't know how else to explain it. Uh, but if you, uh, if you're into it, then there's, there's more touching, there's more angles, there's more creativity, there's more communication and I can 100, 100% feel the difference. Um, the only thing I can compare it to, and I'm sorry, this is the only thing I compare it to, but it's from what I've heard of giving blowjobs. If you're not into giving blowjobs and you're giving one and you're just trying to get through it, your partner can tell the difference as opposed to when you're taking the power and you're enjoying yourself and you're, you just want to give your partner pleasure. Um, there's an energy difference. There's a technique difference. There's, you communicate more. You, um, it's, it's the same thing that I just said. Like, I think with any kink, any, any BDSM, any, form of touch or play or whatever you we all want to find a partner that's into the same things that's not just going through the motions that wants to be in there with it so that you can both enjoy it so you can both want it often like and that's the other thing is if you're both into it you both want to do it often as opposed to they want to do that again okay let me hype myself up 
Or maybe, like, if something went wrong with the previous partner, like, you tried something, it didn't go well, they don't want to talk about it, like, maybe they're embarrassed about it. But if, it's not the same thing as I tried it and I didn't like it, it's I tried it and it went bad and I'm scared to try it again. Those are two different different aspect or points of view I think and maybe you just need to find a partner that you trust more that will go slower that maybe has more experience in it that'll explain it more um or maybe you tried it with a partner that wasn't really into it and now you found one that is again there's lots of reasons but if they refuse to talk about it that's a warning um not necessarily it may not necessarily be a, a something bad but it could be uh, so Communication, 100% key. Communicate. Um, the next, uh, if, so, uh, in regards to, uh, this is absolutely 100% about safety, is we encourage those who participate to regularly get tested. Um, it doesn't take long. They take a little bit of blood. Uh, and I know some of you don't like needles, and I'm sorry for that. I wish there were other ways, more easier ways. And then they just send it into a lab and then you get a call and you're like, everything's negative. I myself have been tested. I wasn't tested for a really long time because I wasn't in it. It was before BDSM. It was before BDSM. I wasn't tested a lot. I was scared. Um, I don't know what I was scared of. Maybe just the inexperience of getting tested and telling people, yes, I've been tested. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but I am now. I'm clean. Yay. And if you, someone won't get tested, that's another red flag. Like if I come across someone in BDSM and told them I wasn't tested, I would not be surprised if they turned me away. Like, cool, we get along. Let me know when you're tested. I've literally dropped partners because they've told me they haven't been tested or they haven't been tested recently. Um, So... You don't want anything down there. You don't want to have to tell people like, well, you know, you might get this thing or you don't want to have to be that person to have to reach out to your past partners and be like, so you might want to go get checked. I feel like the same more uncomfortable conversation than simply getting tested. Um, And you definitely don't want to get sick yourself. Uh, There's some really bad things out there, as we all know, because of COVID. Although COVID is not sexually transmitted, you can definitely get it during sex. <laughs> okay, sorry. I don't know why I thought it was funny, but it was. Okay, uh, next we will talk about someone. Okay, so here's another one. Someone who plays when they are angry or intoxicated. Sometimes when you get angry, you go farther than you intend. You say things you don't mean. You play hard. You could essentially hurt someone. Is not a way to get through your emotion. I feel like this is really important with daddies who have to punish a brat. Or even, I mean, really, when I think about it, any DS type dynamic where someone has to follow the rules and someone's getting punished, like, don't do it. Even if, like, you get mad at your partner and then you go into a scene with someone else, you could be taking your anger out on your scene partner um, and they didn't do anything and you go too far and that's the last thing you want because not only have you hurt a person 
uh, um, you hit, you hurt an innocent person. Now you feel guilty, and also now you may have a reputation of someone who's unsafe to play with. Don't do that. And intoxication, um, I definitely, definitely do not do it while you're intoxicated. Intoxication inhibits decision making. I inhibits pain responses and those pain responses are there for a reason not just for enjoyment although I enjoy it too but imagine you're doing some kind of contact play and or no 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 let's go to this you're you're doing rope play um and you're high or drunk or whatever and you're enjoying it you like the feeling but what you don't notice because you're intoxicated is that a nerve is pinched or a, a blood, whatever vein, there we go, words, <laughs> um, is being um, pressed upon um, and your foot's getting cold because blood is not getting to, to your leg. Uh, and whereas your partner should notice they should notice the difference in the in the touch. They should notice the difference in the color. Maybe they don't. Uh, that can be really dangerous, not just for the lack of blood, but once you release that pressure and the blood starts flowing back in, there's a possibility of clots. Clots mean they could go to your heart. It could mean it goes to your lungs. It's it's really really dangerous. And if it's something like you don't feel pain, um, pain as much, someone could possibly go too far and really hurt you that way. And this is not about causing permanent damage. This is about pleasure. This is about a power exchange. It's about making everyone involved feel good. Um, and the last one, uh, and I've kind of touched on this a little bit, is someone who tries to get you to play in a way that you're not comfortable. Everything should be negotiated beforehand. Be very clear about your wants and your needs and don't back down. Whether or not you're the dom or the sub, you are in this for your pleasure and you may find pleasure in pleasing someone else. But if they're forcing you to do something that you're uncomfortable with, walk away. Run, if need be. That is not the sign of a good dom or sub. Yes, it goes both directions. And again, like I talked about before, I'm really into spanking. If I come across the dom and he does not like contact play and that's what I want him to do and I continuously try to pressure him into it, that makes me a bad sub. And sometimes it's hard to walk away from someone you really like when maybe they hit every check mark except this one. But in the end of the day, if that's some um, that's a need for you, that's something maybe you can negotiate it out. Actually, this is something I've thought about because I have come across so many that are against it. Is having the conversation of I like the thought of having a a, a relationship with you, um, a dynamic. Um, but you're not into this one thing. How would you feel if we did everything 
except for that. And then this one piece, this, this contact play, I contract out to someone else. Cause I can find a play partner that'll spank me. Um, and that's all they'll do. Uh, I don't know how that conversation would go. And if they're against it, I would have to find the courage to walk away because it is a need for me. It's, it centers me. All right. I won't get into that. We've already had a long podcast already. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I'm going to try to do more. I think I burnt myself out a little bit and these podcasts actually take quite a bit of study because I want to give you guys the very best. If you like what you hear, Please share, favorite, subscribe, whatever the case may be. And know that you can find me on Anchor, Spotify, Radio Public, Google Podcast Breaker, Pocket Cast. And if you have any questions or comments or something you would like me to research and talk about, you can email me at fedralg at gmail.com. And that's spelled P-H-E-A-D-R-A. LG at Gmail. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day. Bye.